As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we get into the holiday season with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. Someone special. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. If your voice is small and mousy, I think maybe he didn't hear you. You're coming with us as a Christmas present. Star-Lord, Drax, Rocket, Mantis, and Groot engage in some spirited shenanigans in an all-new original special created for Disney+. Written and directed by James Gunn, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special stars Sean Gunn as Craglin, Karen Gillan as Nebula, Palm Clementif as Mantis, Dave Bautista as Drax, Chris Pratt as Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord, Bradley Cooper as the voice of Rocket, Maria Bakalova as the voice of Cosmo the Dog, Vin Diesel as the voice of Groot, and introducing Kevin Bacon. All right, you're right. Technically, this is a Marvel special presentation that was made specifically for Disney Plus and not a movie, but it's close enough. Story-wise, it is exactly what you expect. It's goofy, it's charming, it's entertaining, and ridiculous, all in the same 41 minutes. It's a lot of fun watching Drax and Mantis interacting with humans on Earth, and the way that the two very direct characters speak to humans. There's also a ton of fun little Easter eggs tossed into the movie that will entertain you after a few watches. Acting-wise, you can definitely tell that everyone is having a ton of fun, and that just makes it way more entertaining as a viewer. I feel it's pretty safe to assume that there is way more outtakes with actors breaking into laughter than any other Marvel movie that's been made so far. This movie is a ton of fun and will make you laugh out loud on multiple different occasions. Musically, there's a few new Christmas songs that may start appearing on your Christmas playlist since they're a mix of hilarious and sweet and are absolutely worth a download when the opportunity arises. Overall, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is just an awesome watch. Every character gets involved in the shenanigans at one point or another, and while the premise is actually pretty ridiculous, ridiculous, it's all done so well. So do yourself a favor and watch this as soon as you can with as many people as you can because it will definitely be worth the watch. I give the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special an A+. Well, the countdown is on for the holiday season, and Nick and the team over at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! 
let's get into movie news you can use and let's start it off with a little bit of casting. It was confirmed this weekend that Aaron Dean Eisenberg is joining Sean Durkin's wrestling drama The Iron Claw, where he will play legendary wrestler Ric Flair. He joins a cast that already includes Zac Efron, Harris Dickinson, Holt McClanny, and Jeremy Allen White, as well as Mara Tierney. The Iron Claw will follow the Von Erich dynasty of wrestlers, which includes Zac Efron playing Kevin, Jeremy Allen White playing Carrie, and Harris Dickinson as David Von Erich. The Von Erich family legacy is shrouded in misfortune as several members of the group died by suicide or other tragic means. The history is also so sketchy that some believe that they're actually cursed. Over in the land of Disney, there was a huge change in power. Walt Disney Co. has reported that Bob Chappick will step down as CEO and Bob Iger will return to lead the company. Chappick had just signed a new multi-year contract in June, and it's not clear right now if there is some sort of settlement. Iger even acknowledged in an email to Disney employees that he is returning with, quote, an incredible sense of gratitude and humility, and I must admit, a bit of amazement. The Disney board did confirm that this is just a temporary role, and Iger has agreed to serve as Disney's CEO for two years with a mandate from the board to set the strategic direction for renewed growth and to work closely with the board in developing a successor to lead the company at the completion of his term. It was also confirmed this past week that Jan Demange, the director of White Boy Rick, has signed on to direct the Blade film for Marvel Studios following the departure of Bassam Tariq. Production on Blade is still paused as Disney realized the project needed a more in-depth creative overhaul than they suspected. That included tossing out the script from previous writer Stacey O.C. Kafour, who wrote Watchmen, and starting again from scratch. Michael Starbury, who wrote When They See Us, has now been brought on to write a brand new script for Blade, with sources saying that Mahershala Ali was personally involved in selecting the new writer. Production on Blade is expected to start again in 2023, with a film set for a September 6, 2024 release date. Phil Lord was interviewed regarding Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is expected to release its first part coming up in 2023, where he said that this film will have six different animation styles. Lord told him, Empire, quote, the first film had one animation style that dominates the movie. This movie has six. So we're taking those tools, adding all the things we learned on the Mitchells versus the machines, and then growing them further to accommodate the ambition of this movie, which is to wow every time you enter a new environment, and also to make sure that the style of the movie reflect the story, and that the images are driven by feelings as opposed to some egg-headed art project, which it also is, by the way. The official synopsis for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse will find Miles Morales returning for an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. Part 1 will debut on June 2nd, 2023, followed by Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse on March 29th of 2024. Over in the rumor mill, Ryan Reynolds has confirmed that he co-scripted a Deadpool holiday movie with Deadpool scribes Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. He confirmed that when Disney purchased Fox, the film never got made as it got lost in the shuffle. He went on to say, quote, maybe one day we'll get to make the movie. It's not a musical, but it's a full Deadpool Christmas movie. So one day. Another rumor that seems to be popular around the internet today is that Johnny Depp will be returning to play the character of Jack Sparrow on screen. While Margot Robbie has confirmed that her Pirates of the Caribbean film is dead in the water, a source close to this new project, which is a spinoff titled A Day at the Sea, will have Johnny Depp returning as Captain Jack Sparrow, which is scheduled to start filming at the beginning of February. The project is still in its early stages, and no director has been confirmed. The source 
source added that a call sheet had been distributed among those in the know, and that Bruce Hendricks, who worked on the first three films, was named as the executive producer. Over on the small screen, it seems that Paramount Plus is spending a ton of money for advertisements as they just released a new commercial starring Mr. Garvey, aka Keegan-Michael Key, as his substitute teacher character. Once again, the advertisement team at Paramount Plus knocks it out of the park. Meanwhile, on Paramount Mountain. All right, let's do this roll call that's freezing up here. Blase. Where you at, Blase? It's Blaze. Okay, so that's how it's gonna be. Blaze? So y'all y'all wanna play, huh? Well, guess what? I'm not animated. I'm for real. Meanwhile, when it comes to social media beefs, Quentin Tarantino has joined Martin Scorsese in the belief that Marvel movies are not actually movies and that the characters are not actually the stars of the films. He also went on to say that the current era of movies is one of the worst ever. And while on the Two Bears, One Cave podcast, Tarantino said that movie stars are losing themselves to the marvelization of Hollywood. He said, quote, part of the marvelization of Hollywood is you have all these actors who become famous playing these characters, but they're not movie stars, right? Captain America is the star or Thor's the star. I mean, I'm not the first person to say that, but I think it's been said a zillion times. But it's like, you know, it's these franchise characters that become the star. In response, Canadian Simu Liu, who starred as Shang-Chi in 2021's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, called out both Martin Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino for gatekeeping film. He said, quote, If only the gatekeepers to movie stardom came from Tarantino and Scorsese, I would never have had the opportunity to lead a $400 million-plus movie. I'm in awe of their filmmaking genius, their transcendent auteurs, but they don't get to point their nose at me or anyone. He went on to say, quote, no movie studio is or ever will be perfect, but I'm proud to work for one that has made sustained efforts to improve diversity on screen by creating heroes that empower and inspire people of all communities everywhere. I love the golden age too, but it was white as hell. It should be noted that both Tarantino and Scorsese have both done a lot to ensure that films that regularly get neglected in mainstream cinema have the opportunity to be seen. Scorsese has done so after founding the World Cinema Foundation, which has the goal to restore, preserve, and present films for from countries that are neglected in mainstream cinema, while Tarantino has been an active proponent of Asian cinema for decades. Meanwhile, sticking with another Marvel star, Chris Hemsworth has revealed that he could be predisposed to Alzheimer's disease as he holds two copies of a gene linked to it. During a recent episode of his National Geographic show Limitless, Hemsworth learned that he is eight to ten times more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease, which is a progressive neurologic disorder that causes the brain to shrink and brain cells to die. Due to the news, Hemsworth has announced that he will be taking a break from acting. He does remain optimistic optimistic, saying it's not like I've been handed my resignation, but did, during the same interview, say that his time at Thor may very well be towards the end. Chris Hemsworth said, quote, I feel like it'd probably be the finale. You have a bir- this birth of a hero, the journey of a hero, and then the death of a hero, and I don't know, am I at that stage? Who knows? In the meantime, Hemsworth does have a small selection of films coming out, including The Extraction 2 for Netflix, and the Mad Max Fury Road prequel titled Furiosa. And finally, we end on a couple pieces of sad news coming from the world of television. Actress Nikki Acox best known for playing a demon in Supernatural, has passed away at the age of 47. Acox had been fighting leukemia since the early months of 2021, and her sister-in-law, Susan Rab Sokolowski, shared on Facebook that her fight came to an end on Wednesday, November 16th. It was also confirmed last week that Jason David Frank, who played both the White Ranger and Green Ranger, Tommy Oliver, on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, has passed away at the age of 49. Not only an actor, Jason David Frank was also an accomplished martial artist, and an 8th degree black belt was even inducted into the Black Belt Hall of Fame. He had a short-lived MMA career in 2010 and finished with an amateur record of 3-0 and a professional record of 1-0, winning by submission. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, it's Kevin Bacon. He's not a loser. He's great. We don't hate him at all. <laughs>